Hey, we're catching up with our friends from Compure Financial. Don't forget Compure Financial all across uh, Wisconsin. If you are looking for answers, they've got great resources online, compure.com. Now it'll also point you to one of the local offices that you can tap into. That's kind of how I'm finding Steve LaFute. He is one of the loan officers in western Wisconsin that uh, is involved in a lot of conversations with people about buying land. Now, Steve, that's not something new for Compeer. In fact, it's one of the real strong suits of uh, Compeer's base business. But let's talk a little bit when it comes to trying to finance land versus maybe, uh, you know, something like a house or an established property. There's a couple different things that people may not realize, challenges, if you will, about trying to finance bare land. Can you explain that for them a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, first of all, just the nature of the loan for the land is going to be a little bit different. You will usually have a little bit higher down payment requirements in order to uh, get a loan to purchase the land. And in most cases, the interest rate is going to be a little bit higher, too. Um, As far as um, additional challenges with the land itself, if you're hopeful to build on it, um, you know, you have to be able to have a perk test that will show that um, that, that you'll be able to drill a well properly. Obviously, you're going to need that for, for a fresh water source. So uh, if it's strictly recreational land, though, I would say really just the interest rate and uh, the down payment is the big difference. You know, one thing that I like to share with people, you get this grand idea, I'm you know going to buy a patch of paradise out there. There's a lot of conventional loan, o- loan offices, banks, that won't touch that kind of transaction. Explain a little bit why they might be leery, Steve. Yeah, that's true, and um, fortunately, it's kind of to my benefit uh, to be able to do it, and I love to do it, but uh, the other banks and credit unions out there, some of them, it's it's just a little bit riskier loan for them to make, and they're they're kind of in their, um, in their wheelhouse of doing cookie-cutter home loans, and that's what they like to do, and that's fine, um, but it is can be considered a, an investment property, a luxury item, and so if times get tough, um, a borrower is more likely to uh, struggle to make their payment or decide not to make their payment on this type of an item. And so with that, some lenders out there are just going to say, you know what, we're just not going to do this type of lending. Or if we will, we're going to require very high down payments. I've heard 35% or more. Um, in contrast to Compere and many other lenders out there, typically 15 to 20%. Um, if it's something they specialize in. Sure, sure. Tell me a little bit about demand for this kind of a loan, Steve. Uh, You know, uh, buying land is nothing new for anybody that's involved in agriculture. You see a piece come up for uh, sale or for auction, you get busy. But what about that segment that might not be very familiar with raw land sales? I'm wondering if you've seen any kind of pivotal changes, maybe since the pandemic. Um, I think it's, it's as competitive or as busy a marketplace as ever. Um, you you have cash buyers coming in sometimes from out of state that are can be very hard to compete with. But um, even on the loan side, I think there's a lot of competition. Even even as rates have gone up within the last, I guess, post pandemic years, um, um, there's a lot of competition, and so you've got to know kind of what the going rate is in your area, do some research, keep an eye on the market, what other properties are selling for, um, and get yourself pre-qualified by talking to a lender in advance of putting in any offers 
so that way if you do put in that offer, um, the seller is going to know that you're serious and that you're capable of going through with the purchase, especially if they've got four or five other offers to consider. Yeah, right. Steve LeFew along with us. He's from Western Wisconsin, one of Compeer Financial's offices there. And you can imagine there's a lot of interest in good bare ground and especially maybe recreational land. Now let's talk a little bit. How do you, how do you evaluate those opportunities differently, Steve? You know, like you said, I'm interested. I really want that patch of of ground that I've been hunting for the past 20 years, finally got the landowner to concede. That is a tricky market. You guys are some of the best when it comes to really vetting uh, what it's worth. Tell me a little bit more about how we can kind of get that process started if I'm starting to already think about a purchase I want to have closed before hunting season this fall. Um, Well, you can evaluate what other land tracks that are similar have gone for by um, one of the things I tell clients to do if they're beginning their their shopping uh, phase is you can set up alerts on websites like Realtor.com, Zillow.com, or LandWatch.com, and you can put in a geographical area that you want to look at, um, how many acres you want to look at, land type, um, price, and so you'll get automatic alerts into your email inbox in the morning that show you that these types of properties that you're interested in have hit the market um, right away. And mm-hmm. so that way you get a sense of really what the fair kind of price is per acre in your area based on the type of land you're looking for. Another thing is you can, of course, uh, ask your lender, you know, your local lender in your area, what, what their idea is on, on a fair price and, and a fair offer, or of course, a real estate agent. Um, and they may give you a, a little bit of a leg up, too, because sometimes they'll know about land hitting the market before it actually does. Yeah, and some of those sites you can even see or get a sense on how much interest is there by the number of people that have viewed the site. I get you there for sure. Let's talk yep. a little bit more about getting a fair deal. That That is really a subjective phrase. And the, part of the reason I say that, Steve, is like anything, it's all about demand. If it's good farmland and it's right next to my existing farm, my value of that property may be slightly different than somebody from outside the area. Do you get the same sense when it comes to this recreation land where people want to go hunting, they want to ride the ATVs, maybe in the long term they're thinking about a cabin or something like that? It, is it, you know, how much do we have to tap the brakes on our personal attachment to something versus the actual appraisal value, and what do we do if we get snagged up in a low appraisal? Yeah, really good question, and we see that happen in uh, in real time all over the place. We see maybe a typical price is $6,000 per acre, but this piece of land might be the dream piece of land for somebody, and so maybe they're willing to pay 7000 or more per acre, and um, so you have to be careful. Be do your research, know what the right price is for the area to start with. Um, but um, on a Wisconsin offer to purchase land form, uh, the official form that's used to make an offer, um, on the bottom of page 7, there's something called appraisal contingency. All you have to do is check that box when you're putting in your offer. And what happens is uh, if the appraisal comes in lower than what you offered, this gives you a chance to renegotiate with the seller or potentially walk away from the deal if it turns out that the property is worth a lot less than what you what you offered. Now, if if you're willing to pay much more than appraised value, you're probably going to have to make up the difference with cash. Um, so you have that option, 
but by doing a, an appraisal contingency, you're at least protecting yourself. Yeah, very good point. Again, Steve LeFew along with us from the Mondovi office for Compure Financial. We're talking about recreational land. Uh, land itself is uh, kind of something you got to be careful on. It can come with big price tags. That recreational land, very uh, sought after, especially in Wisconsin. So how long does this all take, Steve? I mean, if I'm just... Uh, just getting started in the process, what are practical expectations when it comes for uh, purchasing recreational land, kind of from beginning to end? Coach me up. Well, it really can vary. I mean, there's people who are shopping for years, just depending on how selective they are um, and their budget. Um, But once you are um, pre-qualified and you have an accepted offer, we can do this loan process pretty quickly. Now, overall, it's pretty similar to a home mortgage process, which is usually 30 to 45 days, um, but it definitely can be less uh, if a lot of times on a land, rec land deal, we can do something called a desk appraisal. That takes one to two weeks, uh, whereas a regular appraisal can take three to four, or maybe even more weeks. And so um, sometimes you'll do a land deal in well under a month. I believe my quickest turnaround on a land purchase is about two weeks. Um, so as far as what's all involved, you'll do an application. You'll send in your financial documents, your tax returns, pay stubs, bank statements, all of that good stuff. Uh, your loan officer will send you up for approval. Once approved, maybe there's a couple of conditions of approval, more information the lender is looking for. Um, you take care of that, get an appraisal ordered, get the title work done. Um, When everything is finished, all the conditions are clear. We send it up for a final approval, send the client a closing disclosure. Client needs to review that closing disclosure. And about three days later, at the earliest, we can go ahead and do the closing. Excellent. You know, the other thing I'm kind of curious about, maybe we should be clear, terms on these loans. Uh, Is this uh, the situation where I can get a 15-year fixed, 30-year fixed? Or do you guys usually try to push people or send people in a little different direction on this recreational land? Um, A lot of lenders are going to have different attitudes of what they will offer for rec land. Sometimes they're not willing to go more than 10 or 15 years on it, but um, this kind of is one area where Compere and our our similar organizations within the farm credit system stand out. We are very willing uh, to offer up to a 30-year fixed loan for rec land. Um, with 20% down. And Mm -hmm. so there's no prepayment penalty, I tell people, and the rates really don't differ in the current environment too much versus a shorter-term fixed-rate loan. So I tell the clients, if you want to take the 30-year loan, at least you have the flexibility Mm -hmm. um, in a tighter month to make a lower payment. But uh, when times are better, go ahead and throw more at it, pay extra to the principal, and probably pay it off in a lot less than 30 years. Yeah, it gives you a lot of options, that's for sure. Steve LeFew along with us. He's one of our ag lenders with Compure Financial, Western Wisconsin, in their Mondovi office. Just talking a little bit about some of the details you might have maybe never thought about when it comes to purchasing that recreation land. We know a lot of folks love to have deer camp or maybe you want a place where they can pull the camper for the kids, whatever the case may be. Compure Financial, you may find, is one of your most competitive partners when it comes to not only seeking those tracks out, having a good competitive bid when it comes to purchase and great terms. 
after the fact. Steve LaFew, again, just one of the qualified lenders that can talk to you about purchasing land, any kind of land, here in the state of Wisconsin. Want to find an office near you? Of course. Go to Compeer.com. They've also got great resources there that can maybe answer even more questions for you about those land purchases. That face-to-face conversation also available at Compeer.com. Find an office near you. Steve LaFew along with us. He is our friend from Compeer Financial.